Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right. Good morning. Good Saturday. Good weather. Good grief. 91 degrees. Holy smokes. It's getting up there. We have decided, I suppose, it's going to be summertime. Wow. Winter. Kind of spring for a week. Boom. Right into summer. Where did it go? It's St. Louis. If you don't like it, wait till tomorrow. It will change. Anyway, it is the home improvement show, not the weather show. Although home improvements are heavily related to the weather, the weather's either doing it to us or chasing us inside or outside, depending upon the weather, the heat, the snow, the ice. Oh, so much on that good news. Let's get to fun things. It's summertime. Sun outdoors. Have you noticed that stuff hanging on the trees? Those are called leaves, foliage, yeah, flowers, annuals, perennials. Oh, yeah. Anyway, my name is Scott Mosby. We have two hours today, and I have a special guest in the studio. It'll be a little bit of a secret now. You'll just, I know you slide forward on the edge of your chair. I'll share it with you in just a moment, but we've got phone lines open just for you. I am on the edge of my chair waiting for you to call. So lonely here in the studio. The Home Improvement Show. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show. Phone numbers, phone lines, phone opportunities for you to put together with us here at KMOX. 314-436-7900. Toll free 800-925-1120. 800-925-1120. For those of you regular listeners, 436-7900. 314-436-7900. It's hot. I suppose we can talk about air conditioners. We can talk about furnace filters, getting them serviced, getting it ready before the big rush. Could be a little too late for that at 91 degrees. I'm sure you've introduced yourself to the air conditioner right now. In the studio now, somewhat weather-related, although more structurally a... uh, uh, alert is Randy Pantano of Helitech. Randy, good morning and thanks for joining us. Yes, good morning, Scott. Glad How are you? Here. How are you doing there? Yeah, fine, thank you. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, where have you been today? Anything fun and interesting on a Saturday morning? Or are you out fixing foundations already? Uh, don't catch up on paperwork, to be honest with you here. From the we, we estimates all week, you usually take time to catch up on the, the paperwork through the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, this time of year. But when it rains, we're definitely out there on Saturdays and even evenings. Well, how do you see it now, Randy? I mean, we have, you know, we we came off of a uh, drought. Uh, soil was, excuse me, was shrinking. And then it started raining like cats and dogs. I mean, a lot. And then it went back to dry. And then here we are. Um you know, what? what's a foot out in the Helitech world of foundations? Yeah, that's our kind of weather. We like extreme weather, either extremely <laughs> wet or extremely dry. Normal weather isn't too good for a business. Well, you're in a good uh, place in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. We are in the extremes a lot. That's uh, true. But uh, like you said, we were in that drought, as you just mentioned here. That caused the soil to shrink up, crack. You can see the soil pulling away from the foundation, cracking in the soil, and that left more avenues for the water to come in. So when that rain came, of course, uh, it even... Uh, you know, what came into basements much more quicker, saturated the soil more, and we had a needless to save still backlog with uh, wet basement repair work. Wow. Uh, from that, and now just the opposite is happening where the 
drought is coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, the record high today, probably tomorrow. Uh, since 1915, uh, 1920, of the records uh, set currently that may be broke. Wow. And uh, so that in turn will shrink the soil and we'll have houses uh, sinking for structure repair and so forth. And currently we're de- dealing with bowing walls from the expansive soil and hydrostatic pressure outside as well. Well, we have a town called Claytown, uh, Clayton. You know, I mean, we are a brick town uh, largely because of the huge uh, deposits of clay. I would imagine, you know, when clay does funny things when it gets wet and dry and wet and dry, um, I would imagine the clay plays fits with you guys, uh, or maybe it's just good for business. <laughs> yes, yes, li- li- all the above, really. You got the old St. Louis uh, brick mines where they actually would mine the brick and uh, on site and build the homes there and wow. in the areas you're talking about, like in Clayton and Central Austin and so forth. So, yeah, that shrinking and swell of the, the expansive soil. Really place havoc on foundations. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Well, what's life with you? Uh, how, how how's the family? You uh, you know all good. Uh, yes, all, yeah. all good. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah, blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lucky man. Yes. Smart enough to know it. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, That's correct. We're with Randy Pantano here of Helitech Waterproofing and Foundation Repair, uh, the sponsor of this show. Uh, Randy, will you stick around here for a while? Yes, sir. Right mm-hmm. on. We'll bring up some uh, foundation repair questions, so bring them on. We've got the wizard in the house. Uh, we'll get the pointy hat probably later on in the first hour and see if we can get the, you know, the, he generally doesn't like to wear the pointy hat, although uh, we don't really do pointy hats here at Camwex. although I like to think it's a good visual. I mean, it's radio. I'm working. Come on, work with me. Work, you know, a little visual support on radio. That's what we need. Phone lines, 314-436-7900, toll-free, 800-925-1120. A little bit of a walkabout, a little bit of a Mike Miller learning style for me. I go as far back as, as Mike Miller. He's a year or two around more on Camwex but he does his walkabout in the neighborhood. Uh, Typically, I would like to uh, uh, start the show with a a, a walkabout around the house. So this time of year, with our our, uh, storms, the various things, uh, just uh, go outside, maybe a cup of coffee, cool drink of water, whatever it is, and just be aware of your home. This is the consumer's version of a home inspection. Just like you and I, you know, monitor our own health to know whether or not we're ready for a physician or a specialist, any of that. Walk around the outside of your house. Notice at the top, the very roof, are there sticks, leaves, anything that unusual up there that uh, might suggest, uh, you know, a storm stopped by. Take a look at your uh, chimney, any flashing. If you have dormers up there, look at the siding and the material around where the roof and those siding areas meet. Look for discoloration. Uh, And a little bit of that is okay, but lots of it where one color is very dark, a little bit cause for concern. And then uh, notice the gutters, the downspouts. Should be nothing growing out of the downspouts as well. You know, make sure those gutters are clear, anything sticking up, and uh, certainly greenery coming out of the gutters is not good. Uh, Notice the the windows, the soffits, the edge, all of that woodwork around the outside. Each house has some form of this. Uh, Look for any indications of water, and then come on down around the windows and any doors that you might have. Notice particular 
particularly the top and the bottom, the window sill. Water typically comes down behind the cladding, whether it's a blick, brick cladding, C-L-A-D-D-I-N-G. It's a cladding, so it's an overcoat for a house structure, if you will. Uh, and that's where humidity, moisture, and eventually water, if it condenses, uh, will travel. And it'll hit the top of those windows and doors go to the sides and then come down to the two left and the right at the bottom of the window or the door sill. So pay particular attention to that. Notice the screens, the windows. Make sure they lock. Uh, no holes in the screens. Uh, look for any damage around that area. Anything that might have happened. And then down to the soil. Just notice your landscaping. Mulch. Mike Miller calls this the mulch capital of the world. Nowhere else in the U.S. uses so many cubic feet of mulch. Uh, we lose track that the soil needs to slope away from the house, even if the, even if the mulch looks like it slopes away. Once the water goes through it, if you dig down and the soil is sloping toward the home, settling from backfill, things like that, then you're calling Randy Pantano of Helitech and a little bit. Uh, some of these are pointers from Helitech. Uh, downspouts. Make sure your downspouts are functioning and traveling away from the foundation. Very important there. Uh, phone lines 314-436-7900. Toll-free 800-925-1120. Randy Pantano, Helitech with us this morning. Scott Mosby at your service. Bosco, the gerbil cranking out 50,000 watts on the little treadmill back there with a little help from Amarin every now and again when Bosco takes a breather. It's the Home Improvement Show with Helitech here on KMOX. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, back together, home improvements. Scott Mosby, Randy Pantano here, and let's get right to the phone lines, fire it up, and get it going and see what's happening. Let's start with Andy. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Saturday on X, my friend. Good morning. Good morning to you both. I, I'm, I'm a little higher than the foundations. I apologize for that, Randy. So I'm, <laughs> I'm in the second no story of my house, um, and I, I apparently have my own uh, weather system going on in my attic above my bathroom uh -oh. uh, with some kind of going on so curious as far as uh, easy quick things to look for where the bathroom fan I guess bends and goes up and out um, I'm, I'm getting the condensation coming off are you seeing that in your drywall there around that bath fan it, it's actually yeah where the bend goes in the attic it's directly below where the bend in that uh, pipe goes up and out and then it's also yeah, it's corner of the bathroom so I'm seeing it down on the first floor as a matter of fact it's coming down uh, on that interior wall yeah, well, that uh, that will be very common in the cold um, as well as the very hot in the extremes. Um, now, uh, what kind of a pipe do you have coming off of that vent fan here, Andy? Is it a rigid well, metal it, pipe or flexible stuff? It, it is a combination of both. So I, I come off a flex and go into a rigid, and then the angle is also a rigid um, going up to also metal uh, to the, the exterior to the roof. Okay, how far is it to the roof, roughly? Uh, I'm going to say I can probably stand, so it's six-plus feet in there. Okay, uh, you'll really need to insulate this. Uh, two different concepts here, Andy. Uh, isolating and insulating. The topic or what needs to stop is no air from the attic ever touches that vent fan, the ha fan housing, or any of the ductwork until it gets past the outdoor roof shingles. So your job in concept here is to uh, 
insulate um, that metal or even the plastic box housing as the vent fan, whatever it is, um, and tape those joints. Because if you have uh, going up into that rigid, what I suspect is happening is your humidity <clears throat> on that bath fan, whether coming from the fan or just through normal um, uh, warm air rising in the wintertime, that warm, moist air goes up. I suspect it's getting almost to the roof sheathing before it cools off and turns back into water condensation. And then it drips down and it's coming in that that uh, elbow joint there. So it's not necessarily a leak on the way out. It's it's cooling off too quickly before you blow it out past the roof shingles. Do you follow me on concept, Andy? I, I make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, I think you're right. Right off that elbow is where the drip is showing up on the drywall. Yeah, here's how I would go about it personally. Uh, I would go up there around the vent fan. I would tape off all those joints. Uh, any of that flexible stuff you can get rid of do uh, just for fire uh, issues on that. Uh, everything needs to be or should be uh, a rigid uh, galvanized steel duct. Uh, and then tape it uh, with a an aluminum flex t- or duct tape so that you have a sealed duct out. And then um, spray foam, literally the whole box, <clears throat> excuse me, the whole vent fan housing so that none of that ceiling air ever touches that housing. And then we typically use flex duct insulation. We pull the flex duct out of the inside. You can buy this all at hardware stores and home centers. And if you've got a four inch uh, flex, we typically will put a five inch flex duct disconnected from the, the roof sheathing area and slide this stuff down. You can't put too much insulation on here, but you cannot have any breach of any air. So once you get that flex duct down by the spray foam, I would then spray foam the flex duct into that transition so that you have no errant air coming out or in. And then that flex duct goes all the way up and and actually attaches to that underside of the roof sheathing. So a total overcoat on anything from that register. And and one other thing, you're not going to be able to handle all of this because in the very, very a hot summer, um, the air conditioning inside that bathroom will make your ceiling register cold and you'll still get a little bit of condensation, but nothing like what you're experiencing. Yeah, so I, I wait till the nice ninety degree day today to talk about this, right? Um, oh yeah, this this so is a five a.m. deal. If you're gonna, you know, typically right at dusk or dawn is the time this time of year to do this, and you may have to do it in two or three times. You know, otherwise, especially you don't want to pass out out there up up there. You know, who's gonna come get you? So. <laughs> <laughs> Not my wife. Well, hey Scott, on on a worst case scenario, the uh, the water intrusion into I guess more so I'm I'm concerned between the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, old issues that I need to be worried about or looking for? Um, unusual for that, uh, especially in condensation, because a wood structure especially uh, can take up a ton of water and give it back because when it gets to be 90 degrees up in that attic and inside, even especially now with your air conditioner, you're drying out that house. So unless you're going through latent wet times, you know, where it's wet nine months of the year all the time, you know, wetting and drying and wetting and drying and furnace and air, can, you know, I wouldn't worry about it unless you have something growing on the walls inside your house. So your your body, both nasal as well as visual, will tell you whether you've got a problem or not. All right. Thank you, sir. You bet. Stop the source of the water and all that mold, mildew and wetness uh, goes away. So, but do your best. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, Andy. Good luck. Bye now. Bye. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX, Randy Pantano here. See, not all water comes up from the foundation. Some of it comes down from the sky, Randy, and then tries to get into the foundation as well. And then they call you. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) When you show up at a house and you've got somebody uh, uh, saying, I've got a wet, leaky foundation, do you start sizing up the house when you pull up at the curb in the car? Or how do you go about, you know, you're you're visiting the patient uh, and almost every Everything you see is a clue, I would think. Yeah, we, we are very thorough with our inspections as far as doing inside-outside uh, inspections and also uh, laser leveling as well with the transit readings, checked elevations and so forth. But we really, really spend some time in the house, a good a good hour or more, wow. uh, where they're analyzing this. It's not just, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's look at it and fix it. Uh, we, we really tell you why you got the problem, what caused it, and what is the best solution for that person in meeting their budget as well. And with the laser level, what's the purpose of that? What are you looking for with that tool? Well, there's two types of movement. A house could, well, actually three, to be honest with you, we don't we can't do the third one, which is heaving. The house can actually heave yeah. out of the ground, which happens a little more in the St. Charles area uh, from the plastic soils we talked about earlier. And mm-hmm. the other is sinking where the house is subtle and uh, we can check the elevations as far as what's going down, pivot points, etc. And then also horizontal movement, lateral movement from walls bowing in. So those are the two major readings that we inspect and, and benchmark and even monitor for customers as well. So it's kind of a uh, high-tech version of open your mouth, say on, ah, and sticking a uh, thermometer inside, huh? You could say that, yes. Yeah, only it's a laser <laughs> and you're looking for up and down movement in something. That is correct. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, stick around. Let's see what else we've got here. How about uh, let's go to a Marsha. Hey, Marsha, Scott Mosby, Randy here. Good morning. How can we help you? I'm fine. Good morning to you, too. Thank you. Um, This should be a very simple thing, I'm sure. Uh, We discovered a couple days ago that a detached garage we have has the gutters completely stopped up, but it's attached to downspouts or attached to underground drainage. Yeah. So what's the best approach on this? Uh, first off, don't trust the underground drainage. Uh, just assume it's plugged, uh, and therefore, for any testing and gutter cleaning, first off, we want to don't want to dump all the sludge down into an already questionable drain underground. So disconnect the bottom of that gutter downspout from that drain, so you can see what's coming out of it. You know, I mean, you might have you know a mouse nest, you might have a bird come out of it, you might have dirt and debris. So uh, th- at that point, then it's time. What I typically do is, you know, get up on a ladder and 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 do what I can, clean the debris out with my hands the best I can. I usually wear rubber gloves. I, I you know, some of that well, stuff's yeah. been up there for a while. <laughs> uh, you know, I might I might find some previous uh, primordial life forms. Uh, so I like those rubber gloves. Um, anyway, clean out the gutters, and at that point, then I start. Uh, you know, I'll put something down, just a simple stick in the downspout in the top five or six inches and clean that out. And usually I discovered that only the top six inches of that first elbow in the gutter is plugged. Uh, and at that point, then I'll bring out the garden hose and stuff it down the downspout and see what comes out the other end of the downspout. And then I'll rinse down the gutters kind of with a uh, nozzle and all okay. of this being careful. You know, we, you don't want to fall from that at all there, Marsha. But, you know, give it a bath like everything else and then uh, try and rinse the stuff down. At that point, then, now it's time to start looking at what's underground. Um, start uh, pulling out whatever you can from that. That might be just at an elbow. Could be there but uh, on underground drains unless they're less than 10 years old 
usually it's a collapsed clay pipe that's down underground and probably so is isn't probably, This is probably the corrugated stuff, and that was usually running underground. I mean, this has been about 20 years. Oh, well, that's cleanable then. That's that's fairly good news, but that's why we don't like corrugated uh, drain pipes because right. those ribs hold the debris and then the debris it catches more debris. And and that's something you can do with the garden hose. Do you know where the other end of that pipe is? No, I have to go look. It's not right by the house, okay? Yeah, yeah, That's and that's the other issue there. So, you know, then I typically just start using the garden hose as a jet. If I can't get anything past two or three feet, then it's time for a pro to, you know, get a, a gutter cleaner or a, a sewer cleaner out with the pressure washer because if we bring out the cutting tools, they'll just cut right through this walls of those. Okay, so if we do not have success with this, you, you call a gutter um, sewer cleaning people? Yep, yep. You, how else can you get the debris? out from underneath and it's and it's really important so uh, you know don't put your gutter back together until you get the pros out because and i and i like the pressure washing type and sometimes they have trouble getting through but i will tell you one of the first things they'll do is look for the other end of the pipe because they would rather enter the downhill side than the uphill side you know because then the water drains away that they're jetting into that area okay okay all right. Well, thank you very much. Yep, Marsha, be careful. Uh, don't take any divers off the uh, off the uh, gutters here. We oh, like to, I'm not we, doing this. We, we love our listeners, and we want you to stay healthy now. Yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> there you go. I'm just a caller. There you go. That's even let your fingers do the walking. <laughs> thank you very much, Scott. All right, Marsha. Bye now. Bye. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX, Randy Pantano, Scott Mosby. We are at your service right here on University of the Mighty Mox Camelback. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. All right, here with Randy Pantano of Helitech Home Repair and Foundation, Waterproofing and Foundation Repair. Pardon me, Randy. I'm sorry. I'm tripping over myself. We were talking off the air about the downspouts and the drain. I mean, so many things that uh, homeowners can do to protect their home. Share with me what we were chatting about. Yeah, as I mentioned, during breaks, Scott, we go to so many houses that are leaking, and it, it truly it could be a gutter issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, far, it's just so important. Can't stress enough to make sure the gutters are clean. You know, most people do it in the spring or fall. Sometimes it's more than that. Uh, but to really make sure to clean the down spots are at least 10 feet away uh, from the house. Yeah, uh, make sure that water that falls on the roof doesn't go right to the foundation. At least give it a chance to run away 10 feet. Yes, that yeah. is correct, yeah. And yeah. so, and then sometimes some houses where it's buried in the ground, like, well, I've got it in the ground. Well, where's it come out at? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> is it clean? In my well, basement? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so you, you certainly could even check it uh, with the... With a garden hose, you know, at the downspout with a ladder, if it's if you're not in a two-story house or even uh, if you've got the extension ladders, you can do the tour as well, but you don't necessarily have to wait for it to rain. And then it's not a bad idea. It seems kind of silly to actually go out there during the rain yeah. with your umbrella and make sure everything is draining properly, especially those valleys. Those valleys could clog up the reed. A lot of times the water just washes over. Even yeah. your gutter covers need some cleaning as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you need to go to a six-inch gutter, six-inch downspout, you know, normally every 20 feet you want a downspout. I've seen 40, 50 feet with one oh, downspout, yeah. and it just can't drain it properly. So it's like a funnel. You can only go out so fast. But a lot of issues with basements certainly have to do with the gutters, and uh, really can't stress that enough to make sure that's all working properly. 
Well, gutters are, uh, by definition, they're aggregators. They take water that falls over the whole area of the roof and then turns it into two or four downspouts, which are effectively garden hoses blowing water right at the corner of your basement. Yes. So that's the basis for the 10 feet. Get that water 10 feet away from the foundation. And I know some side wall, you know, some side property setbacks are only six, seven, and five feet. But do the best you can and, and try and get that water away from the foundation. Otherwise, you can put Randy Pantano on speed dial at, you know, 800-246-9721. Mm-hmm. But, or you can clean your gutters. Is that yes. kind of the message, Randy? Yeah, that's correct. And then in turn, structural issues happen right after that as well as far as the expensive soil. Yeah, yeah. On the foundation. So it's a twofold problem there, not only a leaky basement, but structural issues. So that song, that. Meet Me in St. Louis, is kind of where every possible soil type uh, connects, and it's right here in St. Louis. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the phone and see what we can do here. And uh, let's talk with Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia, good morning. Randy and Scott here. How can we help? Water, water everywhere. Yeah, man. That's what I say. Yep. My Queen Anne Victorian is 131 years old. Her north wall is leaking. We're confident that the problem is from the original inset gutters, but we don't know who can fix it. Oh, my. That, oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've been hearing. Oh, my. <laughs> um, there are, uh, you need a company with multiple skill sets because this is a, either a cornice company uh, which they used to be very common in St. Louis because they're called integral gutters, uh, build it in wood. We've rebuilt quite a few of those. You're welcome to call Mosby, but there's also a company in town called St. Louis Cornus, uh, and they're related to the, um, you know, the tile and the slate roof guys because those are the type of roofs that had these integral gutters. For those of you listening that don't know what we're talking about, some of the grand old homes, so we didn't have to look at those unsightly gutters, actually. Actually, the wood box at the edge of the roof was built to shape and then metal or hopefully metal was used to build in those um, pockets. So they had internal or integral gutters that you couldn't see. So for the grand homes of St. Louis, uh, that's, you know, 130-year-old Queen Anne. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's first off, it's going to be pricey. There is no way to do a little bit of the repair because when a little bit fails, it's all the same age. It's like changing plumbing stacks. You're you can either go at it ten times or once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really have good news for you, but don't baby this thing. It will only get worse. It's kind of like foundation problems. And, right. you know, then the water moves around and then not only do you have a, a gutter problem and roof issue, now you can mess with some structures and you mm-hmm. know, all that. Right. But you need a, you need some big guns to play with that. And I, I would offer our company as one and a company that used to be around anyway, St. Louis Cornus Company. And uh, But I would start with your roofer too. Generally, those guys have a pretty – what, what kind of a roof do you have, Cynthia? It's um, – well, we, we had the roof rebuilt about 10 years ago. So it's shingle. Okay. And we have called a couple of roofing companies. That's why we're confident of what the problem is. But they both said they don't. I mean, they, they independently told us what the problem was, but they also said they didn't have anybody to work on it. Yeah, it's a big deal. You, you know, the roof could be a dollar and the gutters could be four dollars. So it, that it, it's a it's a lot of fun because you're getting you know, seek and ye shall find. So there will be some structurally rotted stuff usually underneath those integral gutters and off you go. And then you, you're, you're responsible for the trim and the cornice and all of that. So, right. 
uh, and sometimes you're uh, likewise there are options to go back in a restorative form to where you put it back the way it originally looked and then there's some other options on building and adding outdoor gutter you know outside or outboard gutters as we call them your traditional gutters well uh, the, we do have new traditional gutters on also okay like well, that company oh. just put them on right over we didn't know there was a problem those are also about 10 years old well, there's no time easier than the roof. The roof, wow, those, uh, the roofer can sheathe over those uh, integral gutters and do some of those repairs. Uh, that was the opportunity to um, mm-hmm. uh, get rid of those because, you know, if you rebuild those, you now have to roof over it. Well, roofing from the bottom up is, you know, pretty hard repair. It's doable, mm-hmm. but the, it really should have been done at the roofing time. At the re-roof, it should have been cornice, gutter, and this is where, you know, get me on my high horse again. It's the the gutters, the cornice and, and gutter boards, soffit and overhang, attic ventilation, and roof is all one system. And mm-hmm. if it's not, you know, then you're you know, it's like buying a car in parts. You can buy a car for thirty thousand. You can go to the auto parts store, buy the same car for sixty-five thousand at the parts counter. Right. You know. So I, I, I apologize. You know, I, I would like to have seen this dealt with ten years ago when you did the roof. Well, unfortunately, we hired a company that we had worked with many times and had been around for a very long time, but we didn't know that they were in trouble at that time. Ouch. Yeah. And so the tuck pointing that they did and the roofing that they did, we kind of got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And we didn't know it, and then they wouldn't come back and all kinds of issues, and then now they're gone. Well, um, uh, then then you need you need a really capable company. You may have some other things to deal with. Uh, you're, you're more than welcome to call our company. We, we enjoy this stuff, but you will not enjoy what we report. <laughs> no, I, I I know, but we have to make a choice, don't we? Either we're going to stay here and fix it, or yeah. it's somebody else's problem. We have to make a choice. Yeah, we and that's going to reflect it. in the sale price anyway. So, right, and we, you know, we didn't even understand what the problem was, so we thought it was the tuck pointing. And after we got that fixed again, you know, mm. after the company that left all the holes in the north wall, you know, we started ripping out all the interior walls, and now that's what's happened. that's when we found out that it was leaking into the house because we started ripping out interior walls to re, you know, to replace them, to make things look better. And yeah, do it right. Yeah. And now everything is, you know, now there's just brick walls everywhere because we have to fix the leak. We have to find the leak and fix it. Yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart, Cynthia. I'm I'm sorry to hear the story. Um, She's a beautiful house. We have to make a choice. Well, God bless you. I mean, some people are good stewards of homes like this, and you really are the curator of that grand dame mm-hmm. home. And, uh, uh, you know, I, my heart goes out to you because the, some people are not good um, owners of those homes, and I appreciate your sensitivity to that history. Well, we, we are trying. We're trying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I hope I've been helpful, Cynthia. Yes, thank you for the information. It's it's kind of what I thought, except for that you've at least given me a couple of companies that can look at it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay, Cynthia, take care. And you're kind of hiring a guide to take you into that um, uh, excursion, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Quite so. <laughs> All right, bye now. Bye. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, Randy Pantano of Helitech. We are live and lively at your service on CAMWAX. Welcome back to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, once again, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX. 
All right, Randy Pantano of Helitex, Scott Mosby here of KMOX. We are live and lively at your service. Phone numbers at 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. If you've got that question in your pocket and you've been carrying it around, I know, sometimes too, let's call that guy on KMOX. Well, here it is, 314-436-7900. Randy Pantano's over here. His pen is at the ready. He is ready to take notes and answer your questions. So, uh, Randy, we were chatting offline uh, some of the things, some of the odd things that we deal with just in our careers. You mentioned street creep. Um, that that is, I mean, I'm a geek. I, I love things like street creep. Uh, for the listeners, street creep is when you have a street on a slope, usually to a cul-de-sac, and it's a big chunk of concrete or asphalt. Sometimes that street, that whole mass of concrete slides down the hill. Imagine that. Mother Nature, gravity, big heavy things coming down the hill. And yet, in your world, somebody built a house or houses at the bottom of that. So what do you look for when you're, uh, when you, what does it look like? How do you identify it? And then for heaven's sakes, what do you do when... The whole street's coming at you. Yes, it's very prevalent in all of St. Charles County. Yeah, if our listeners are from that area, they know exactly where I'm talking about versus, <laughs> you know, St. Louis City. We're like, what in the world is street creep? Uh, yeah. But if you're in the county, I mean, St. Peter, St. Charles, particularly Wright City, Wentzville, Troy, just all the west area there, it's very, very prevalent and brand new homes even, unfortunately. And that's a painful thing. I mean, if you know about street creep, it hurts. Yes, yes, it can be do a lot of damage. It's usually at a cul-de-sac or a, a sharp turn or a T, or dead end, where literally these these trash trucks, UPS trucks, FedEx, so forth, are making this run, you know, weekly. And uh, while that's happening, the street is literally moving uh, mm-hmm. because it, it in turn wasn't constructed properly as well with the gravel and, and concrete piles underneath it and so forth. So the street literally hits the driveway. The driveway hits the garage floor and then in turn uh, bows the foundation in and cracks it. A lot of times you're inside, you see where the beam pocket, where the I-beam is, there's a literally a quarter-inch, half-inch crack from wow. it literally knocking that beam out of, out of the pocket from the impact every day like a hammer just pounding and pounding and pounding. Yeah, the bigger um, the trucks, the more traffic, the more that vibration slides that down and it, mm-hmm. you know, everything settles down to the lowest point, which... Maybe that house. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So it can, can cause a lot of problems. And um, it's so prevalent that the city does take care of a lot of that with a buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually use like a urethane caulk or the fiber expansion they use for concrete. Um, the does the buffer that. being cutting a section out of the driveway so that this sliding driveway from the street doesn't push the house over. That is correct. The yeah. literally a four-inch cut. That's yeah. usually the best point is where the street meets the driveway. It also could be done where the uh, driveway meets the grass floor of both areas in some mm-hmm. severe cases. Uh, and wow. Yellowtech does do that as well. We have a Street Creek product, a rubber product that's four inches wide. Uh, and that is more of a rubber buffer, certainly lasts much longer and can deal with the impact. And then in some cases, we have to anchor a dead man in the back wall as well wow. if it's really bowing in. But it's, uh, again, quite prevalent in St. Charles County. And with these rains... Uh, you're having more movement of the street, and they're noticing it now from the spring rains that we've had. Wow. And you guys thought Randy was just the, you know, the little boy with the, sticking his finger in the dike. You know, <laughs> no, no. He's dealing with street creep. He's got one big finger trying to hold that street up. 
Uh, Randy, thanks for yes. uh, joining us here yeah. in hour one. Will you stick around? Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyway, Randy Pantano, Helitech, 800-246-9721. Uh, Randy's at your service. Will you stick around for hour two is a little bit? Yes, sir. All mm-hmm. right, Mr. Pantano. We've got lots of things coming. One more hour of the Home Improvement Show, and then we come up to 1 o'clock with the Rick Edelman Show right here on KMOX. Stay tuned. More fun.